you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ and special guest Joel Clatt with you today. Buck's on the move off to training camps, and Joel was kind enough to step in for us today. Joel, how you doing, bud? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good, man. I I, uh, I love getting a chance to visit with you on the verge of I know. college college season what have you what have you filled your summer with before we get into the football lots of golf um boys love playing golf uh, i've got three boys 10 8 and 5 they've been doing swim team junior guards so there's just like we're either in the water or on the golf course that's just kind of like what what the clap family summer is all about yeah that's not a sucky summer i'm, I'm no in, i'm in on that um all right let's let's jump in here we're going to get to to some of these top college guys i know you're going to get a chance to see early in the season um, mm-hmm. And by the way, you have no idea what's coming your way. So I was going to just give you a nice softball question to start <laughs> us off before we get to the college guys. Okay. What the, what'd they tell you about Kyler at Oklahoma? Did they say he studied it all? What'd you get there? Uh, that's a that's a good one. See? That is, that is a take, good you, one. You take I your little sip. It. You take your little <laughs> sip thinking I'm going to give you like a Padres <laughs> softball question. Give me a Ricky Henderson story and then no, right off the top. God, I do love I listen, I could tell minor league baseball stories all day. Um okay, let me The, the issue wasn't just talking about Kyler because well, 
it was coming on the heels of Baker. So everything was a comparison because Baker had been so successful over, you know, what was it? Three full years as a starter wins the Heisman trophy. Um, I want to say, wasn't his last game that epic Rose bowl overtime against yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Um, you know, you feel like they probably should have won. And now here's this guy. And, and it, it seemed like he was getting this one year waiver to go play football before he was going to be in the Oakland A's organization. Mm-hmm. So I just want to is, so it wasn't a, a, a foregone conclusion that he was even going to be a football player. And you kind of have to, you have to take it all in context because that's where the conversations were happening. Um, and here was, here was the statement and this is not an indictment. It was a comparison. And so the, what I was told about Kyler was, this guy is ridiculously talented, way more so than what we just had in Baker. He's, he's not as intense a competitor as Baker, but that doesn't mean he wasn't a great competitor. It was just that Baker was very unique in his competitiveness, right? It was, it was the three-star kid that would just never quit until he won. Um, and so there was a... There was an element of Baker would beat you to the facility every single day just to say he was going to beat you to the facility every single day. And that wasn't Kyler. And so, again, it was it was all a comparison. So I never felt I never felt it was a knock. And then immediately when I began covering the games, I was blown away by his talent. And I'll never forget, DJ, and I'm sure you're going to remember the exact play I'm talking about uh, as you were watching it on film. Red River against Texas, it's, it's, it feels, even from the booth, like a nondescript scramble away to the left <laughs> side. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, there's a couple of guys with an angle. So I'm getting ready for replays because you can feel it up in the booth. Yeah. You can sense like, okay, this is going to be like a first down run. I'm asking for angles already in the talk back and so on and so forth. And I lift my finger off the talk back and I was like, oh, he, he like outran that guy. And I was like, oh, he outran the second guy. And I was like, oh, my gosh. He went the distance, yeah. and um, I'll, I'll never forget that. So I know that that's not part of the conversation about Kyler, but that's the way that we were talking about him. And then mid-year it became, well, wait, will he play football? What's his football ceiling going to be? And then late in the season it was, well, shoot, is he going to be a first-round draft pick? Is he going to be a top-end first-round draft pick? Is he going to be the first pick overall? Yeah. So um, – I think it's 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 hard to answer that question without the context of what was going on at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's to me, I, we kind of talked about this the other day. The, it's almost more incredible than anything that's been accomplished. Like you think about Brady going to 10, 11 Super Bowls, whatever he's gone to. I, I don't know if that's more impressive or literally not studying a lick of tape and being a top 10, 12-ish <sighs> quarterback in the NFL. That's, that's, that's the an one incredible that's more accomplishment. I can't. I don't I, – I couldn't call a game without watching minimum four <laughs> hours. Of, I mean, and that's not even playing. Yeah. Um, remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. And I know some, some are viewing this as like a total knock and indictment, and it might be to some degree, but it's also just like a – it's an incredible feat. I'm like, how, how, is that, how is that possible? I do know Colt McCoy well. And and he talks about just the 
unrivaled athletic ability that this guy has. And he's like, he was like, listen, I've, I've, I've played this game for a long, long time. And this dude is a bigger freak than anybody I've ever played with or ever seen. And he was a freshman when Vince Young was taking them to a national championship. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild, man. I, it was uh, uh, something I, I saw that people said they were disappointed that it came out. And I'm like, you'd be disappointed. You can't be surprised. I mean, everybody has access right. to these contracts. It's coming That's out. Right. And if you're That's the Cardinals, right. they, they won't admit it. But I'm sure they're OK with a little bit of public pressure being applied. Yeah. Um on Kyler that they're okay with that. Uh, all right, let's jump gears. Let's especially, gears with the, especially with the size of the deal. Cause they can shrug their shoulders and be like, Hey, Hey dude, like you, we paid you like, yeah. By the way, how, how, <laughs> not that he would do this, but the thought did enter my mind. You know, like if you're, you're growing up when, and kind of our era growing up, a lot of kids mowed lawns, you know, to make a little extra yeah. cash. Yeah. You know, there's like a little kid next door and Kyler's like, Hey, Hey Jimmy. I just need you to log in. I just need you to log in every every night, at 6 p.m. Just need you to log in, let that baby run. You can re- rewind it a bunch of times, whatever you feel like. But you know, I, I give you I give you 20 bucks to mow my lawn. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a hundred bucks to just watch some watch some Niner tape. Hey, I've got a great story. Are you are you ready for this? Yeah. When I'm when I'm playing, you couldn't take film home. It had to be a DVD. Yeah. Remember, like you had to sit in the facility to, to get the exos and like get the filters and everything. So I would sit in the facility. We had we had a couple of guys that it was questionable whether they were, you know, like watching film with the take home DVDs. So at the time, what was that show? Was it, it wasn't like bubble guppies. It was like it was like. It was the kids show and they would it was it, like it was like they were on acid. I don't even, you know, it was like the yeah, yeah. bouncing things around, but we we put a we burned a DVD of this kids show. Call it yeah. Bubble Guppy. I don't even yeah. know what T- it was. Tele- Teletubbies. I mean, what are we talking? Teletubbies. About? That's exactly yeah. what it was. Well yeah. done. Yeah. The pop yeah. culture. You're all you're all in. And when we and and we labeled it like Oklahoma cutups. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day, we come in. And we just immediately start being like, all right, like, what do we think of the Oklahoma cutups, right? Yeah. And this guy, this guy was like, hey, I think, I think we're going to have a problem with, with Teddy Lehman. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And we're like, we're like, good insight, good insight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you dug we, in, you dug in there, huh? We looked at our, our, our coordinator was like, and there was some f on You right. didn't watch the, you know, and this is that was Teletubbies and blah blah. blah. Anyways, <laughs> it happens everywhere. But I, I, I use the example of the the guys you're around who who eat terrible and uh, and don't you know take care of themselves, and then all of a sudden you see them like you know you you work out with them or you see them like in a in a gym setting, and you're like, holy crap, dude, how do you right. look so shredded? You don't you don't right. even try. Um, but no, anyways, that, the crazy thing is Kyler's got a whole nother level. If he decides he wants to do it, he could take it to a whole nother level. Yeah, so great. That's the crazy part. It, it uh, all right, let's jump into the college stuff. I, uh, is Ian is, uh, Texas, Alabama, the opener or is that the second week for you? Second, second week. So, so you have, do you have, who has, uh, you don't have Notre Dame, Ohio state, do you? Who has that one? No, I wish that, we is, did. Is that, uh, is that an MVC they do. Or? No, that's going to be a uh, – that's at Ohio State, so that's an ESPN. So the way that, like, our, our deal currently works is that, like, we have the first pick overall, and we always yeah. take Ohio State-Michigan. That's always just kind of like the top game. And then yeah. the se- they have the second pick overall in, in the draft uh, for the year, and they took the Notre Dame-Ohio State. 
Okay. Yeah. But so you've got, what do you got for the opener then before you get to that? So we're going to go to Purdue and, and, and do the Penn state Purdue game on the Thursday night of that opening week, which I think is actually a really interesting game. And, and Purdue's actually a little better than people think. I like their quarterback by the way. And I think NFL guys are going to like their quarterback a lot. Mm -hmm. And what year is he draft eligible? I haven't looked at him. Yeah, Yeah, he is. Okay. Okay. Put a put a asterisk. I'll put a pin. I'll one. put a pin. I'll put a pin in that one. Uh, You'll see. Right, get, let's get to week two then. I have fun at Purdue. Okay. But I, I'd rather I'd rather talk about Bama and Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want you've been to both places here, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, since the season ended. I know we'll get to Bama in a second. What is the what is the atmosphere and the environment like? I know they didn't win much last year, but it seems like there is some excitement with Sark there. A lot of excitement and a lot of belief, even coming off of what was their worst losing streak since I want to say like the 50s uh, or 60s. Because remember, they started out game bucks, game busters. And and then after um, losing to Oklahoma, they just kind of fell off the cliff. I, I thought that they really struggled defensively and, and they need to fix that. And some of that was personnel driven. Some of that was schematically driven, but they, they obviously need to fix that. Um, they're really talented on offense, really talented on offense, regardless of who plays quarterback. I think that, you know, Hudson card, Quinn Ewers, I I don't know who it's going to be. I was there for a spring practice. I thought that they both played well. They're both really talented guys. I, I sense that Hudson may have been scarred last year. And so he may have a little of that scar tissue a la, um, a David Carr early in the Houston Texans, uh, career, where he just kind of feels the rush too much because they weren't great protecting the quarterback last year. So I don't know this to be a fact. I think that Quinn Ewers is going to start. There's just so much hype there. He's a really talented guy. The, the guy that's the best player, and even in that game, will be the one of back. the top the, – the, is the running back, Bijan Robinson. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's phenomenal. I think he's the best back in the country, and, and he's going to have his work cut out for him because – Bama is uh, as good as anybody on defense. And I think their defense pass rush as good as we've seen in a long time. Uh, so I think Texas could struggle a little bit in that game because Bama is just on a different level this year. Yeah, I, I did the end over the summer and he's a freak show. And the other kid on the other side, 15, totally. is a big time player. I did the safety thinking he was coming out last year. and He's a stud. He's going to be a first round pick. Um, so you start with that nucleus and they've got speed at linebacker. They've got some size mm-hmm. at corner. I, I, I kind of laughed because I, you know, we always make these grandiose statements every year at the draft. And it was like this Georgia defense, which was the best as I, that I've seen in terms of the depth and the talent. And I'm like, we'll never see a defense like that ever again. And then I started looking at some Alabama tapes like and may, maybe Alabama this year. <laughs> well, well, it happened. Remember a couple of years ago, it was like, this is the best offense. The LSU Joe Burrow offense is the best yeah. offense we ever seen. The next year, the Mac Brown, or yeah, the Mac, yeah. Uh, the Mac Mac Jones Alabama offense maybe was better. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, get over to to Alabama. I I know you've got a yep. chance to see him. I, I mentioned on the podcast the other day. I love Bryce Young's game, and I know the knock is going to be the size and the you know just the the frame that he has. But if you if you can divorce yourself from any concerns about size, Joel, what's wrong with that kid? Nothing. Nothing yeah. apart from that. That's that's. That's the only red flag. I love his game. And in, and in fact, um, I think, you know how there are some guys that they, they, they view differently in person than they do on tape? Yeah. Like you get a sense for how, like how good he is in terms of timing and feel watching him on tape. And, and you can kind of sense that. 
But when you're actually sitting there on the sidelines, watching the routes develop and, and sensing when he's releasing the ball, you know, his anticipation is as good as I've seen at the college level in a long time. And I know that this was just a practice, but the thing that struck me is that you just don't see him because of his size. And then all of a sudden the ball is just like, it's just out. And you're like, how, how is he? And he's making these throws that are in tight, small windows, way outside of the numbers, down the field, intermediate. It's really rare to see that from a guy that size. Normally, you know, to, to, to see a guy have that control of the field in every area you see a guy back there that has has big stature and just an absolute cannon for an arm. Um, Bryce Young's ability to anticipate, the ability to throw from every platform, and the ability to be accurate from every angle, I think is something that's really rare. And I was more impressed with him once I got to see him in person than even when I watch him on tape. Yeah, I, I use the comp, you know, because you're trying to find guys with similar size and there's just not many yeah. guys in that world. So I kind of came with the Drew Brees just in terms of being the point guard, being the distributor. But if I'm being honest and I don't pay attention to the height, just the the instincts, the feel, the ability to change arm angles whenever you want. You talked about the anticipation, the timing. I think he's got a live arm. I haven't seen it, you know, in person. I know you have. He's like he's like if you left Aaron Rodgers in the dryer for too long. It's kind of what it. Uh, it's kind of what it reminds me of. <laughs> oh man, don't you hate when you get a great like hoodie and you leave it in the dryer? Yeah, yeah. Right. This thing's that's, coming to right here. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Yeah, that's no, right. But I mean, but he does. That you know, Aaron, Aaron, is really good. Aaron can just catch the ball and just flip. There's just guys that are natural throwers. Like they, yes. they look like he's been throwing. And I know Aaron obviously you know, changed his motion once he got to the league. But he went from being maybe a little more robotic under Tedford in college to being probably the most loose, fluid, smooth thrower that we have in the league. And this kid is like that. I mean, he's just very natural, very smooth. I don't know if – I can't remember, at least, any quarterback that has changed his mechanics and the way he actually moves and throws the football more than Aaron Rodgers from what he was at Cal to what, what he is now. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's, I think that that's, that's very accurate in terms of like the way that the ball can come out with velocity, pace, RPMs. And I'm talking about like windows that are not just like, oh boy, that's a good throw along the sideline. Yeah. It's, it's perfectly placed on the vertical uh, scale. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, if it needed to be up high on the sideline, it's up high. If it needed to be at the waist, it's at the waist. So, um, a lot of people are going to grumble, though, when they see him, when they meet yeah. him for the first time, when they slight he is. And he's not like Kyler is short, but he's like a rock, you know, and Bryce is not that way. He's got he's got skinny joints. He's he's small. Man, he's a good player. Yeah, that's going to be it's going to be a challenging evaluation just for that reason. But the, the, the play itself is, is pretty outstanding. Um, another quarterback, Ohio State, you'll see them a bunch as you do every year. C.J. Stroud. Um, I won't spoil mm-hmm. you with my opinion. What'd you think? I think CJ's is, is probably because of Bryce's stature. He, he, he at this point, I would bet on him to be the first pick because someone's going to fall in love with him and rightly so. Um, I think that there, there are things that I saw early last year that I didn't love. He would miss high a lot. Um, you know, it, he, he held onto the ball a little bit too much, but then what I saw from him, and this is what I loved, is that those things that were weaknesses early in the season, like in a loss against Oregon, 
they became strengths later. Like he clearly went to the grindstone and worked at the things that he was struggling with. And that's one of the, the things that Ryan is so good at is, is addressing and, and, and really attacking a player's weaknesses at that position. And then late in the season, he was as good as anybody. I had him against Nebraska. He was phenomenal. Um, you know, even against Michigan and that really good Michigan, he did not play poorly against Michigan. Uh, they, Michigan just beat him up and ran the football down their throat and kind of uh, squeezed in that ball game in order to win. So I, I really like Bryce. I think that the best part about his game, I think, is his ability to attack down the field. He throws a beautiful deep ball, at least in my estimation, and he understands the timing to allow or, or feel wind down the field in order to let loose down the field. So he anticipates those wins, and he gets the ball down the field. You see a lot of times is 15, 20 yards, 25 yards down the field, guys are catching the ball in stride. So the ability to get an explosive completion is great, but a really explosive completion, which is getting the ball caught and then after the catch, getting that, I think that that's one of the things that he's best at. Now I want to yeah. hear yours. Yeah, I'm going to pull up kind of some of the stuff that I wrote because we we echoed uh, some thoughts here. I'll show you where we're in agreement. Um, uh, he's at his best pushing the ball down the field. He has a depth feel on fades over the top and over the top throws. He can change trajectory when needed. Always puts the ball over the outside shoulder where it needs to be. Um, impressed with the decision-making and the poise on key downs and under pressure. He'll take a sack instead of trying to play hero ball. I uh, love the grit and toughness in the Rose Bowl. Um, some of the stuff that, you know, that that was all the positive stuff. Some of the stuff that I wasn't as fired up about. He's not, I mean, he's not an elite athlete. He doesn't. No. I, didn't, and I don't think he played with a lot of creativity. I thought he's more. he's an on schedule, on, mm -hmm. you know, off the paper, onto the field, he execute it beautifully. He's a which is a good, which is a good thing. But there's also in this in this era of quarterbacks, you know, some of that. I don't think he's real twitched up. Is what I'm getting at. Like in terms no. of sudden to get away from guys and do things like that. He is a pocket guy, you know, he, yeah. and he can shred you. You know, he can sit in there and he he understands the game. One thing that I think that should be talked about when talking about uh, Stroud is, and and Bryce has this as well, is just the quality of the wide receiver core around him. Oh yeah, and yeah. and and at Ohio State. When you talk about the wide receivers, then you have to start talking about Brian Hartline, their coach. And Brian Hartline, and I, I, I saw, I, I think I retweeted it, I think, yeah. when he was talking to you and Bucky just about uh, his philosophy and coaching style. He's the best wide receiver coach in the country. I was just with Jackson Smith and Jigba in Indianapolis uh, this last week. And I was talking with him about Brian Hartline and, and what are the things that, that make – your room so special. And he says, he says, well, one, you've got to play great on like Tuesday because there's five absolute monsters in that room. Right. Like, and so it doesn't matter what day you're going out there. If it's routes on air, you've got to play great. And then, and then the other part of that is that Brian Hartline is the most detailed coach in America. And so one of the things that CJ has the benefit of is he has the benefit of throwing to really talented players who are giving him things like space on the outside to throw the deep ball, right? Like, and, and how many times do we see, remember breaking down Josh Allen when, when he was at Wyoming and his wide receivers are just like running right on the sideline. And it's like, well, there's nowhere to throw the ball uh, down, <laughs> down the sideline. Whereas at Ohio state, 
those deep routes and the nuance that the, the wide receiver core gives their quarterback is really special. All right, here's my comp, and this is where people freaked out because they always freak out when you give a comp. And I keep in mind there's no perfect comps, but hear me out here. I said I, I thought there was a lot of similarities in college to Mac Jones. Both guys see the field mm-hmm. really well. They play. They make good decisions. They take what the defense gives them. They protect the ball. They know how to manage the game. I don't think either guy has huge arm strength or athleticism, but they both have excellent touch on the deep ball. Um, you know, Jones surprised a lot of evaluators with his early success. I could see Stroud, you know, doing the same. You would have thought I compared him to the worst quarterback in NFL history, the way that Buckeye fans took offense to the comparison to Mac Jones, who, by the way, was the best of all the rookie quarterbacks well, last year. Well, 100%. And by the way, I mean, he might he, – he, he's going to be a, a top 10 quarterback in the league maybe this year, and then maybe, you know, that, that continues along the way. Um, I, I don't hate that comparison. I'm really bad at comparisons. You and I have talked about this. Everyone's like, what, who does he compare to? I'm always like, ah, ah, I don't know. Um, you know, he, he, he reminds me a little bit of a, and, and, you know, God rest his soul, but a, a, a more, a, a, a more decisive and accurate Dwayne Haskins in a sense, you know, like it, it feels they're pocket little, guys, they're pocket guys and they can distribute the ball really well. And he's, he's just a bit better at the, the, the schematics of the game, the anticipation of downfield windows, the accuracy with which he throws, but they have this similar, very beautiful ability to throw the ball. And it's not overpowering, but it just comes out and, and, you know, they understand, trajectory and that's the other thing that I think CJ does and by the way Bryce Young does I'm a big believer in pitch selection you got to know you know how to layer a ball when to take a little off when to really drive it and both of those guys understand their pitch selection really well yep and I I use kind of that same philosophy the only thing I would say is and I think people there's some nuance involved in this which people can't you know they can't navigate that on Twitter for sure but they, they'll say, you know, I said, I don't think he has a huge arm. And they'll go, really? Look at this deep ball against this team, this deep ball against that team. I'm like, no, no, no. You can throw a nice, pretty deep ball. That, there's a difference between a deep ball and a drive throw. It's driving right. a comeback outside versus laying up a, a, a post or a fade over the top. Those are totally different skills. Yeah. Uh, where, whereas I thought he was exceptional layering the ball, laying the ball up. But in terms of powering the ball, like we see some of these big-time young QBs we have in the NFL, I didn't see that version of him. Well, and and people, uh, I think, misconstrue arm strength with down-the-field throws. Those are touch throws. Yeah. Down-the-field throws are touch throws. And arm strength, which is opposite hash outside the numbers. Yeah. Can you throw it in a tight window, opposite hash outside the numbers, and, and further than 10 or 15 yards down the field? That's when – Go stand on a football field and like just look out there, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, like long ways. And then it's like, okay, drive, <laughs> drive the football in a little tight window out there. That's arm strength. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that it's kind of tough for some people to kind of be able to tell the difference between those those two things. The other thing with Mac is I was, you know, you mentioned who Mac threw to and who mm-hmm. CJ throws to. We talked about this on the pod the other day, which was I think. You know, people want to punish these guys for playing with great players. And we've seen a lot of these quarterbacks. Burrow is another one who came out and people tried to poo-poo his success because of all the talent around him. I, I, I say leave that alone, but let's, you know, give a little let's give a little leniency to the Josh Allens of the world who necessarily didn't necessarily have those big time dudes mm-hmm. around them. Maybe you can bring those guys up. 
don't need to pull the other guys down for who they're playing with because darn near every top quarterback in the country is going to go someplace where they have better guys. Zach Wilson had better guys than everybody played against at BYU. It's true. And and also, you hear me say this all the time. You probably roll your eyes. Regardless of who you're throwing to, you can be thrown to a guy that's running 4-8 or 4-2. Is the ball on time and on target? Yeah. You know, like – to a certain extent, and I know that there's a lot of layers to quarterback play, but when you really break it down, at least me, is the ball on time and on target, right? Like that's how you succeed making first downs and scoring touchdowns. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
All right, I'm going to give you uh, – let's go last thing here, then I'll let you run. You've been uh, very kind with your time. I'm good, I'll, man. I'm good. I'll, we, I'll, we, I got some dark horse Heisman candidates here what, that I'm going to throw you know, at you. I, I've, got, I've got my guy right now. I've got him down, and I, I actually feel pretty confident this guy's going to win the Heisman Trophy, and nobody, nobody's talking about him. Talking about his teammates, plural, but they're not talking about him winning the Heisman. But I'll let you give me. Let's go. You go one for one here. Who, who do you have as your as your Heisman? Do you want like? Do you want to go really off the radar? No, first, I want to know who's or? who's going to win. If you you get the first pick, who's going to win the Heisman? Keep in I mind the, the favorite C- never wins. His favorite never wins. Um, but I'm I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. Okay. No, uh, like because you some extra be- pancakes at Ohio State when you go there. I can't. <laughs> Um, you, you know me well, uh, but the reason everyone's going to be looking for reasons to attack Bryce Young, you know, why should we not give him the Heisman for a second straight year? So that's going to lend itself, uh, to CJ Stroud. Uh, so I think that that's a really good one. Uh, all right, you go. All right. So everybody's going to talk about the Heisman favorites and they're going to talk about your guy, CJ Stroud. They're mm-hmm. going to talk about Bryce Young. They're going to talk about Bryce Young's teammate, Will Anderson, who's probably the best player in college football. I believe he is the best player in college football. Yep. No, neither one of those guys are winning it. Somebody else on that team is going to win it. Jameer Gibbs is going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Ooh, that's a good one. I Mark like that, that tape. I was doing other guys last year, do, watching the uh, defensive guys for the draft, and I swear every time I watched them against Georgia Tech, I was like, who the heck is this running back? He is unbelievable. He's got juice. He can catch the ball. He's got some wiggle. And I'm like, now he's going to go play behind Alabama where, they, where they're going to actually create lanes for him. He's going to have all types sure. of room. This kid's going to rush for a zillion yards at Alabama, and he's going to win the high school. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think that that could be a really good one. I think that – the, the the only issue that I would have there is that he's going to be so overshadowed by Bryce and Will. You know, like, are we really going to vote for the Alabama running back over Will Anderson when Will Anderson has 17 and a half sacks? Um, so, but, I mean, I like that guy a lot. Okay, how about off the radar? I'll, here's an off the radar one. Yep. And, and this is where now I just got served the pancakes by Ohio State fans. Now they're going to shove them in my face. Okay. Donovan Edwards, the running back at Michigan, uh, wow. the young young running back at Michigan. I I think, and you're going to agree with this here as as you see him in the next few years. In two years, I think he's going to be the most NFL ready running back in college football because he does as a young player everything. He's one of these versatile guys that can catch it, he can run it, he can do he can do everything, and he's really talented. Um, I like Donovan Edwards from Michigan as just like a really off the radar dark horse type candidate. All right, we're we're really going heavy running backs here, which I love. You know, I know. always assume. All right, I'm going to go my my next one here. Will Shipley, the running back from Clemson. He's another okay. one when you're when you're watching other guys, you kind of notice him a little bit, and then when you talk mm-hmm. to buddies around the league, and they're like, "Dude, have you looked at this?" This white running back from Clemson, like it's so weird. It's like Christian looks like Christian McCaffrey out there. He looks like Christian McCaffrey. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, that's it. I like that one a lot. And by the way, I'm running. I've got a bunch of running backs as well. Jarek Broussard, the transfer to Michigan State, uh, okay. with the way that they play. He transferred from Colorado. He was a Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year two years ago. Now he's with Michigan State. That could be interesting. And how about this? A little cue love. Sean Tucker, 1,400 yards, six yards of carry last year. Sean Tucker is an interesting player. I think he's a really good back for the, for the Orange. 
All right, last one, and I'll go back to the quarterbacks. So this isn't really a sleeper, but just because I don't think the Pac-12 is all that great, and I know people have expectations mm-hmm. and they think that SC's defense is going to stink, and they might stink, but they're going to score points and they're going to throw for a zillion yards. I think Caleb Williams will have a huge year against that competition. I totally agree with you. I don't think that it's out of the question that USC um, is is playing Utah and the winner of that game is setting themselves up to be not only uh, representative in the Pac-12 championship game, but to potentially go to the playoff. I, mm-hmm. like When you look at USC's schedule, they can, they can win a lot of those games. Uh, they've mm-hmm. got really good talent, and Lincoln Riley's a heck of a coach. Let's just put it this way. They will be in the top ten this year at some point. They might even mm-hmm. start there. They will play themselves into the top 10 at some point. I will say this, though, about Caleb Bones. I saw him twice late last season, all right? And this is after everybody had, like, anointed him, and it was like the Heisman was basically on his shelf after that Texas game, which was annoying, by the way. There was a lot of that out there. It was (laughs) like, okay, like, pump the brakes just a little bit. He was not great against Iowa State and against Baylor and held the ball way too long, and that was something that he needs to correct moving into this year. Yeah, I just don't know how many uh, Iowa State or Baylor level defenses he's going to have to play. You know, he'll see one in Notre Dame. I think uh, secretly, Lincoln Riley may have left the Big 12 just to get away from Dave Aranda. He's like, I'm done with that guy. <laughs> oh, because that was LSU, uh, LSU yes. before Baylor, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's like every time he saw Dave Aranda, their offense just was like, Zroom. yeah, that's amazing. Um, all right, that was fun, man. I'm looking through my phone here. Everybody's out going to uh, going to training camps here. So here's I don't know if you're this is like the football nerd that I am. I, I just text all my GM buddies and I'm like, send me some practice clips. I need to give me the like the play of the day. Give me the play of the day. I need to see something. That's great. I, see, I love it. College camp hasn't really opened until like next week. So that's when yeah. I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'll be getting on the horn. I'm seeing these guys at their media days right now, and it's just like you look at them and they're just like, this sucks media days hey how do you think you guys are going to be this year well you know we had a good off season good leadership (laughs) on our team you know uh really good off season i just i just love the leadership of our team um you know when you look at you know big big picture goals for this group you know what are are your goals for this team this year (laughs) well we start out of every year you know with the same three goals we're going to develop team chemistry and then win the conference and you know if we feel like if we win the conference then all the other goals they'll take care of themselves we we just did it we just did every single preseason press conference for every coach so so right there ask that ask that question back to me real quick what what, What are are your goals? goals big picture for your team yeah i appreciate the question but you know we're our eyes are on James Madison. You know, we've got James JMU week one and the uh the Dukes, they've got they've got guys. I mean, they've got legit players. And if our focus is not on them, then we're not where we need to be. So we'll let that other stuff take care of itself. But right now we're just focused on being one and oh. That was that was really good. Hitting me with the one and oh I mean, that's that's next level right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, our, we're my buddy Joey, by the way, have you seen the video? I think I retweeted it of uh, of him doing the uh, training camp, the first day of training camp uh, questions. For, for, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's every cliche. And it's like literally you can close your eyes and you're like, yep, that's what it is. Yep, that's exactly it. Joey's fantastic. He, he did a few uh, uh, Gus Johnson's last year. 
Yeah. And I sent I sent them to Gus, by the way. Gus is not on Twitter. And I sent them and I was like, hey, like flattering question mark. And he, <laughs> he, 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 sends, he sends back a big like, you know, ha ha ha. So he loved it. I I, I I think I've told this on here before. But my one guest story with you is at Oklahoma. I don't remember who they were playing, but I was there to see Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I don't remember who they were playing that day. Um, maybe West Virginia, I think. Anyway, so we go up there. I'm like, I guess I had a Joel up in the booth. We are two hours before kick. Like you guys are nowhere near having to go on the air. So I sit there. It's you know five minutes with Joel, and we're just kind of chit chatting. And then uh, you got your partner standing right next to you. And then so after you know about five minutes, Gus just staring at me like this, and I go, <laughs> "All right, Joel. Well, hey, good luck, man. Have a good call. We'll see you guys later. I think Gus has let me know that it's my time to exit the booth." <laughs> oh, hey, listen, man. Sometimes you you know. He just wants his space. You never know. You never know. My, my I didn't man. Take any of his any of his water or nothing. I promised, but he he, was, uh, he was ready to move. He's got an aura, so like you might have just like encroached on his aura. It's like <laughs> it's like a Rick James glow, you know. And listen, man, that guy is he is electric on game days. He's so good at his job. And I know people at home tell me all the time, like, man, I did, like right when I hear his voice, I just love it. I'm like, it how do you big. think I feel? I'm sitting there and, you know, you, you have nerves and butterflies. Just you're about to do a game. It's usually a big game and it's quiet. You know how television is. And it's just the producer. And it's like, you know, all right, on the air in five, four. And then the music play. And it's not the music that gets my my goosebumps going. It's when he he was like, welcome to Big Noon Saturday. And I'm just like, I start to just like tingle. And I'm saying, and then we get the fist bump. I'm like, I'm as excited as anybody sitting there. Well, it's fun. You have fun in the booth and we have fun watching it each and every week. You get big games and uh, looking forward to college football season kicking off once again. Uh, Joel, can't thank you enough, buddy. You are the you best, bet. man. Get back in the let's water. Do, get let's back do it again. Yeah, we'll let's do it, it again sometime. We got to. Keep up with college football here as we inch closer to another draft. I know. Gosh, don't say that. We got ways to go. We'll start worrying about that. Uh, All right, brother. All right. Have a, Thanks, have buddy. There, there he is, a great Joel Clatt. We'll see you next time right here on Movie Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.